Welcome to Grit, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how they grew their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Grit Podcast. This is Brian Charlesworth. I am the founder of Sisu and the host of the show. And I'm really excited today to have Brett Tanner on the show with us. I've known Brett now probably, I don't know, maybe four years I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe a little longer, but yeah, that range. Maybe possibly five years. So <laughs> Brett has built an amazing real estate team in, in Arizona. He that's kind of how he got started. He now has an expansion team with, I believe, 10 locations across 10 states. And uh, we'll dive into that. But I think even more importantly, some of the stuff I want to get into, Brett has a company called Tenor Capital Holdings, where he's just been building some massive wealth himself. And Spring, my wife, has coached with Brett for a number of years now. And I remember she came home one time, she used to laugh at me for saying I'm going to be worth $100 million someday, right? And she came home one time from your event, Brett, and she actually said, I'm building a plan for me without you to be worth $100 million. So anyway, I thought that was amazing. I loved it when that happened. So anyway, Brett now has a company called Be Wealthy that teaches everybody how to do just that. So we'll dive into all of these today. Brett, is there anything you want to add to that? And welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love what you do at CSU because so much of what I spend my time doing today is teaching about wealth, right? And so many people. And a big part of that's tracking, scoreboarding. How do you know your wealth if you're on or off track? And so that's what you, you know, built the best company out there to do way more things than just that, but to help people get better understandings of the numbers and the metrics that drive business, it's just kind of cool that I'm here. And it's really what I focus on teaching is the numbers and the metrics that, that drive wealth in people's lives. So it's, yeah. uh, I'm honored to be here and I'm excited to go where we go today. So we focus on doing it in the business world and you focus on doing it in their personal <laughs> wealth world as well. So it's great to see. And I still remember when you guys came down, you had me come down to an event you and Brian put on many years ago. And you guys were talking about, you know, how important it was to know the score of the game and scoreboarding back then. But let's dive into just how you got into real estate, Brett. Maybe go back in time a little bit. Yeah, so I actually did not wake up and was not trying to be a real estate agent. I got my license. I was flipping homes and I was investing in real estate. You know, I'm in Arizona in 2002, 3, 4, and 5. It was a great time. 22-year-old kid and I was flipping homes and I was having a blast. Everything about it was great. I love the investment side of it. I just, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad changed the way I thought about everything. And I knew I wanted to be in real estate. And as I got going, I quickly realized that having a license could help me do my own deals. I got my license only to handle my transactions. And then I had a buddy here and there say, hey, can you help me list my home? Or can I buy this one? And I liked the agent side of the business. And I really looked at it and said, these two businesses are totally separate, investment and retail, but they play really well together. And so I've always ran them as two different companies and went on to build a really big real estate practice You know, by... 2011, we were the number nine agent in the entire country back then and went on to build. And I just looked at, they played so well together and I didn't understand why agents weren't doing both. And 
in a lot of rooms today, you even hear it like, oh, investing's different and I'm a realtor. And I've just always had two different hats I wore. So I came into it from the investment side. Okay. That totally makes sense to me. I didn't realize that. But I mean, when I think about the way you think about things, everything to you is an investment opportunity. And you're always you're always looking at building wealth and how can I do this? It's not about selling real estate for you. So real estate is actually the last thing. It's funny. We think about a deal. When I go in someone's living room, it's been a little bit since I've been in there. When I teach our people to go to the living room, I'm like, first thing we do is we want to figure out how do we buy the home? Like, how do we own this forever? Like getting a commission is cool, but I'd rather get paid a big amount of money to flip it, or I want to get paid that rent indefinitely. So like, you know, I'm looking at, can I control it? Can I buy, can I, then if I can flip it or can I wholesale? And the last thing on my list is, okay, we'll take the listing, right? So just yeah. the old list to last, it's actually the last thing I actually think about. Don't get me wrong. I have a really big real estate practice, but it's not where my mind goes because it's all about passive income and wealth building for me. Because in the end, right, we all got in the business. I don't think we got to see how many hours we could work or, you know, how many people we could employ. All of those things are awesome. But we got in there ultimately for freedom, right? And passive income yeah. gets you that freedom, right? Freedom of what work do I get to do? Where do I get to do it? How do I do it? And that was just really what drove me early, early on. So, Brett, can you repeat that? You said five things, I believe, and list to last. What, what are those five things? Your first goal, you said that living room should be number one. How do I get control of this? How do I get a contract to buy this property? Right. So, okay, I just want, so I want when to buy. you go in, you want to buy. That's yeah, Brian, one. hey, thinking about selling my home. Cool. If I could get you cash immediately, would you be interested? Now, some people say, you know, no, right? I just want, I want to do retail. But like, Brian, it's not going to be as much as if you go retail. And you, I disclose, look, I'm a realtor. I intend to make money here. But my first goal is I want to, I want to put it under contract. I want to buy it. Okay. And if I can't buy it, then I want to put it under contract. And what I could, I sell it to you, the investor. I could either wholesale that transaction. That'd be my second thing I'd look at. Third yeah. thing is, okay, do I want to put money into it and flip it? Do I really do I want to do that my own dollars? Mm-hmm. Fourth thing might be, do I want to reposition it, add square footage? Do I want to change the zoning? Is there some other highest and best use? Okay. Then I go to my database and look, okay, if none of that worked, do I already have the buyer for this? So I could make, you know, I could get both sides. And the last thing, okay, cool, Brian, I couldn't do those things. I'll just list your home today. Okay. But that's the mindset I enter that with. So it seems to me, Brett, in this market that we've entered over the last 90 days, which has been a really quick shift, right? But it, it seems I'm already seeing like these incredible deals starting to show up. So it seems to me like where you're sitting this is probably the best market ever <laughs> versus where your typical team owner is sitting. It's a challenge. And so can you expand on that for me? Yeah. It's so I look back and I look at when, if I could go back 12 years ago, right? I could just pick you up and we're going to drop into 2010, which is like right at the bottom, right? Let's assume it's already kind of hit bottom coming up. I look back to what would I do now? I just didn't know, right? I, I went to others who had previous recessions and I'm like, how does this work? And it just wasn't good advice. Well, for me, it feels like just yesterday, not 12 years ago. So I know exactly what happens in a recession. I know exactly the next five things that occur. So I've been waiting just every day. And the hardest thing for me to do is just wait. So I brought, you know, I looked at my portfolio. I analyzed it earlier this year. I sold some of it, like the bottom 20% of it, turned it all into cash. And so I am sitting there waiting, analyzing deals, looking at stuff. But no, it's this next year or next 24 months will represent an incredible wealth transfer for those that are ready. And so I'm just sitting eagerly waiting, right? We still do, but as we find great deals, like we're, our flipping business is still doing really, really well. We just got to buy better than we were before yeah. and you know adjust for the market. But we're still 
no, we're very active in the, in the investment side right now. Okay. So if you're looking for a deal, mm-hmm. explain to me, what are you looking for? What makes a deal good? So today, right, number one, I've got to go look to, usually you're looking at the sold comps. If it was a year ago, I'm looking at the sold comps and I'm looking at the, I'm like, well, I'm going to get the sold here. I'm going to get up here. Today, I'm looking at the actives and saying, okay, I've got to be prepared that someone comes on there and needs to fire or sell their home or sell it less than the lowest active. So I price in more conservative numbers today than I would have, you know, six months ago. So with a deal today, I want to come in there and buy something, you know, the age old investment criteria be 70% of the ARV after repair value minus mm-hmm. repairs, right? That's a solid deal. So whatever the final sales price would be, 70% of that number minus your repairs, that would be your buy price. And that's the age old tried and true. But I, I mean, I'd be very conservative in my numbers. I'm looking for inventory supply. For certain area I'm looking at, it's got tons and tons of inventory. I want to be aware of that and go up. I've got to just put more, you know, I've just got to get better at evaluating deals. But that's a deal. We do a lot of stuff. So that's our, that's our asset side. We do a lot of stuff on the debt side of things, right? I'm trying to buy a home and be the mortgage. Ultimately, I want to buy that home, sell it to a borrower, and I want to carry that paperback for 30 years. And that's a big Yeah, you do a lot of that, do. I believe. Uh, I know Springs talked about ton. that. We're not doing that yet, but I think that's a great way to do it because by doing that, somebody cares about the house, right? They're going to maintain it. It's their own. And if they foreclose great. You've made all your money. You've gotten an upfront payment. So what is your hope? What is that true model? Share more about that with me. I think I'll it's you, fabulous. I'll, I'll just give you the, the deal I teach off of, super simple deal. So I went out to rural, I went out to Alabama. This is, call it three or four years ago. Went out to Alabama, bought a home and it was listed, let's just say it'd be worth as it sits about 80 grand. I'm mailing direct to the seller. So I get a homeowner. I was able to buy that house for $50,000. Okay. It's worth 80. I sent the mail, did it. I'm buying it for 50. I turned around, I cleaned it up a little bit, only put a little bit of money into it, very little. I like to sell my seller financing deals with no repairs. So I put it back on the market at $99,000 and took a $10,000 down payment at 9.9%. And I financed it for 30 years, it's a fixed mortgage. And the payment on that $774 per month, right? 30 year fixed, no different than your or my mortgage. I'm mm-hmm. offering the same thing. It's just the rate's a little higher. Now keep in mind, I was doing this deal when interest rates are three and a half. So selling a 9.9% interest rate to a borrower when rates are three and a half, it's a little harder. Today, I tell someone 9.9, they're like, wow, that's super cheap. So that deal, I'm into it $40,000 and I'm going to collect $774 a month for 30 years. So people always ask like on the debt side of things, number one, that payment, that's 774, that's just principal and interest. So say with tax and insurance, we'll call it $900. That home would rent for $1,000. So the fundamental belief is that a, would you rather own a home for less than you could rent it for? Well, of course, everyone would rather own if it's cheaper. So imagine you go down the road two or three years and this borrower, if they fell on tough times and they go look and rents have increased and they're like, well, let's just move out. And it's hard to make these payments, but the property across the street you want to rent is now eleven or $1,200. It actually costs you more to walk away from your home. Well, you're not going to do it. Plus you fixed it up. You're putting money into it. And so it's a, we're creating home ownership. We're adding value to other people. And the financial return to me in that scenario I just gave you, it's about 20% annually I'm making on my money. Brett, just I want to take that one investment. You bought it for $50,000. You sold it for $99,000. You financed it for 30 years. It's $774 a month. And if I were to look That's at right. the entire payments over the course of 30 years, what is the total of that? 
The total amount, I can do it real quick for you here. I'll do it. The total is, so 774 times 360, 278 grand. Okay. So, so I would, it would be a total, but on an annualized basis though, literally year one, assuming they paid out the whole time, never prepaid, just paid 360 straight payments. The annual rate of return on my money is just shy of 20%. Okay. Keep in mind, I'm 0.9, but I charge them off of the 90, off the $90,000 loan amount and I'm only into it 40. So it basically doubles my interest rate yeah. from the 9.9 to be, you know, just a little shy of 20. Okay. And if they pay it off year one, right? As you know, how the amortization schedules work. So year one, they got a $90,000 mortgage. At the end of year one, they owe $89,800. If they refinance year one, well, my return's 100%. I'm only into it for 40 and I get $89,000 back. And so debt financing is fascinating because even if they, if the borrower doesn't perform three or four years down the road and the market does this, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. I can take so it on back a, on a house like that. $70,000 a second time. Yeah. On an opportunity like that, Brett, is that one that I need to pay cash for? Like, if I'm going to be the bank, I probably don't want to have a loan on that property, I'm guessing. Is that accurate? In an ideal scenario, what you would do, and there's lots of different ways to do this, but one way I go in there, but I do that deal, okay? And now I've got a loan for 90000 Brett's in it for forty. I could go to a bank and borrow against that note. I could pledge that collateral and go borrow against that if I wanted to, right? As another option... Let's say I wanted to get my 40 grand back. I could go to you. I'm like, Brian, hey, you got a lot of money. You just sold your company, made a ton of money. I'm going to sell you payments. How many payments should you want? I'll sell you the next five years of my payments, the 774 a month. And I could do the calculator in a minute. And basically, that probably raised my 40 grand back. I'm not going to get any payments for five years. You're going to get them. Every month, you're getting the 774. Mm-hmm. Your loan amount to me of 40 grand is paid back with whatever interest rate we agreed on. And I still own the remaining 300 payments on that deal. And I'm into it for zero, right? And that's where people like when we teach our events, mm-hmm. people's heads start exploding. So I'm like, yeah, you need a little bit of money to do this, but there's so many ways to get at the money and get back at it. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's the financial modeling of the truly wealthy. The people just, I didn't know this stuff, right? Like I was like, oh, I had to do everything here, but I could go raise, I've, I've sold partial payments. What I just described to you is called selling a partial. I'm selling you part of the payments, to go raise money so I can go do more and more deals. And then at some point, the cash flow gets so significant, you're able to just you know self-fund yourself and kind of do your own thing. Okay. So I remember going to dinner with you here in Salt Lake. Yep. And you guys came out here. We went to Market Street after you had been in an offsite two-day straight seminar. Yeah. Learning about, I'm not sure what, but I know it was about investing. But here's the thing. You've invested in yourself to learn all of this. And like you've become, you've really become like a master genius investor, basically, as far as mostly real estate. I'm guessing it's mostly real estate that you do. Do you do you mostly, play in the stock market well, at all? If you've been enjoying Grit, please help us continue to grow the channel by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Now back to Grit. You no, know, I, I do nothing in the stock market. And I so I believe investing in asset classes that you know more than anyone else. Right? My primary one's going to be real estate. So it's going to be your debt or the asset around real estate. That being said, the other thing I invest in, I invest in companies. Right? So I take, I kind of on the venture side of things, like I'm looking at a weird financial product. It's kind of like Venmo for earnest money, for example. I'm looking at a medical testing or a testing lab for cannabis. So 
I'll take the business tools that we have, right? And how we learn how to run, how we've learned how to run our business and I can apply that same skill set. And so I would be an investor, but yet I want to bring something else to the table, like some sales strategy or whatever. So primarily my, my investments are either businesses or real estate or debt. Okay. Okay, great. So how many years of investing in yourself have you done to learn this? Seems like probably 20. Oh, yeah. 15, 20. I mean, what in the, where this all started is I got my license and I became one of the top agents in, in Maricopa County. The you know biggest, more transactions occur in Phoenix, Arizona than anywhere else in the country. That's why all the weird stuff, like all the Zillow, off, it all starts here. There's just so many transactions. Yeah. And I got the opportunity to be in the top 20 agents in the Valley. So some of these would have been the top in the country. And I went around that room. They've been doing it forever. And what I realized, these are the top people in my entire industry, in my state. And none of them were really wealthy. And they've been doing it for 20 or 30 years. And it was spend everything they make, right? Spend everything they make. <laughs> they spend 100% of it. They got a great, kind of great house, a great car, right? You know, it was really a great car, but no real wealth. And so I looked at that and said, I just don't want that to be me, right? I'm, I'm 26, 27 years old. So I started studying what do the really wealthy do? And that was the, the start of my journey. And I realized that no matter how many homes I sold, that alone would not make me wealthy. Mm-hmm. And that was the start of it. And for a minute, it was right, starts with books and podcasts and, and getting around, but paid training, really. I mean, like I go today, I find a new strategy and wealth that I want to do. I find the number one authority in that space. And I just say, what does it cost to spend a day with you? And I just write the check and go. You know, I'm blessed to be able to do that. But oh, I've spent millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. It's amazing. So, now, Brett, you're on this mission to share this through your Be Wealthy platform of you want all realtors and everybody, right? Beyond real estate, I'm sure. But but really, I, I see there being a massive opportunity here for you to share this with other realtors, real estate team owners, people who are making the money. Maybe they haven't saved the money. And so, you know, you're now sharing this be wealthy and turning these people all into, you know, multimillionaires, right? So share more about that. Share more about be wealthy, how that came about. And I know, I think it's amazing what you're doing. Well, thank you. So I've been a coach now for a really long period of time. And originally it was coaching, helping people build their business, right? And so I did that and I loved it. And I love, I'm good with those conversations. But what I was always drawn to is like, hey, we're building your business, but can we just build it so we get this amount of money so we can go buy these assets? And like, that was the part of the conversation that I, I would yeah. kind of tolerate the business conversation because I wanted to help them with their money and their passive income. And so I had another coaching business and I wanted to go, like, I only want to teach people wealth building, right? That's all I want to do. It's the company's name to be wealthy. It's all we do. And COVID hits and spring was one there. We had the first event we had, you could only have 10 people in a room. I have 10 people there. And I said, guys, I don't even know what this is. It's might be an audience of one moving forward me, but this is the room. And this is the conversation that I always wanted to have in my life. And I want to have this conversation. So we did a day and a half. And I said, moving forward, I think we do this three times a year. And and that's where Be Wealthy was born. And so today we've got a couple hundred people now in our our mastermind that meets three times a year. And and Brian, the fundamental idea that I'm trying to change is that People look at real estate agents, right? Like just a little bit better than like a car salesman. There's no knock on car salesman, right? Nothing wrong with that. But they don't look at real estate agents like, oh, wow, you're a realtor. And I think people should. Because I think real estate agents or people in the real estate industry should be the wealthiest people in any industry. They should look at our industry and go, oh, you're a real estate. Obviously, 
you're crazy wealthy. And so because we have access to the number one asset that all the wealthy, if you go look at the Forbes top 100 you know, billionaires, most of them like a lot of tech, right? But a lot of the underlying asset what they got into is real estate, right? I mean, Bill Gates is one of the biggest real estate guys today on the planet. So mm-hmm. I just believe that agents should be taking their expertise that they already have, right? They know what they can buy a home for. They know what they can sell it for. And they know how to fix it. Why aren't they making the money instead of what every agent does? They go serve it up to one of their investors and then they go make the money. And so we're at Be Wealthy. That's our mission is we want to empower entrepreneurs, the real estate space to be massively wealthy. Okay. So if I'm listening to this podcast right now and I've been in real estate for a long time, I'm probably going, wow, why didn't I do this a long time ago? And, you know, I may not have cash sitting around to your point today. Yep. So, so how do I best dive into this if I don't have a lot of cash? Because if I have cash, I think this is a pretty easy thing to dive into. If I don't have cash and haven't been saving my cash, what's the best way to go build that you know, line of credit or whatever I need to do to, to make sure I have the capital to be able to execute on this? So here's what's fascinating, right? And I hear that a lot. People are like, hey, I don't, I don't have the money, right? I've had a good income yeah. or I just don't have the money. What I would always tell you is you just need to know how to find a great deal. The money actually is everywhere. Like you and I could be forced to like give all of our money away. And if you and me were going to drop in different cities, if we had an incredible deal, it would take you and I a half of an afternoon to find the money for that deal. Like if we had the greatest deal ever, the money's easy. The deal and being able to present it's the hard part. And so what I would say is if you don't have the money, that's not what's needed. What's needed is how do you know how to underwrite and find a great deal? Once you have that, you can go find the money. Early on, where we started this conversation, I was flipping those homes by myself. I had basically, I had to find a great deal, but I had an investor come to me and said, Brett, I'll put up all the money you ever needed. I'm like, mm, I don't know that I want to do that. And we were really clear on the operating agreement. Basically, I got 50% of the profit. He put up all of the money. This guy ended up funding me with millions and millions of dollars as a 27-year-old kid. And I made this guy millions. And one day I just gave it all back. I said, hey, man, it's, I've got a lot of money now. I'm going to just do it myself because I'm going to pay half to you. And I still hopped in and we still invest together to this day, just not in that particular environment. But what I had was a skill he didn't have. I had the ability to go find great deals. So I'd say, if you're looking at this, you don't have money, you don't need money. You need to know how to find a great deal, how to analyze it, and then how to position it for people with money. Okay. So again, I'm in real estate. I know the real estate industry. I know how to find a great deal. But even though you say I, I don't need to find money, how do I, where do I go to find this money? Because again, if my real estate, yep. if my background is real estate, that's the side I don't know. Right. And that's really what, I mean, what we teach. I mean, so I just say, go to our, we got a free Facebook group and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but free Facebook group, be a wealthy agent. Go you check say it out. Anything you want, Brett, anything you want. Okay, <laughs> it's free. It's absolutely free. There's no, like, it, we provide a lot of free content there, right? We live so that's a content. be wealthy Facebook group. Be a wealthy agent. Yep. Go be there. A wealthy be a wealthy agent. agent. Okay. Yep. Request to join free group. We provide a lot of content there. So if you're there, what I would say is we got to get this book together, but your investors in your database, if you're an agent on here, you already have investors that are those people that are calling you every week. Hey, if you find a great deal, bring it to me and I'll let you represent me and get 3%. Just flip the conversation around. Hey, Brian, I don't really take my deals to investors. I don't do that anymore. What I do do is partnership. Would you be interested in being my partner if I found you a great deal? Hmm. Right there, all I did is I turned, I'm going to go find the deal. I'm making you my investor. Agents are getting hammered every day 
with, you know, Brian, go find me a deal and make 3%. Just change the script, be their partner, take your 3% and 50% of the profit, and you're providing them an incredible service and you're helping yourself get wealthy. Yeah, and you're making it easy for them if you position it correctly. So, okay. So, Brett, you have recently started expanding your team across doing expansion teams, basically. That's always been a strong KW model. You're at KW, you're building expansion teams, and I believe you're in 10 different states now. Is that right? They've got 10 locations going. And yeah, we do it a little differently, right? So there's some lots of different models out there for expansion. Ours is, again, I'm passionate about wealth building, right? So we want our partners to go build their wealth, right? So we do a different model where they own the business. We're just powering them, right? We're using our technology, which this is a big part of. We're using our CRM. We're using our internal technology and our market that we already know works to create investment and wealth opportunities. So we bring that to our partner. They go run their business and we're just taking a, a little small piece of revenue to power them. And we believe that we've laid the framework. We spent a long time just making sure it's right for the 10 people. And now we're on that mode to scale. And we'll add, we'll be in a hundred locations probably by the end of next year. And so wow. it took a lot of time to get the back end dialed into where we can go deliver on that and the value prop, but we're there, we're scaling it. And we think it's unique and different where we're not, we're not taking half of someone's profit. We're, we're powering them and, and helping them build wealth. Yeah. So, so it's a different model than a lot of these expansion teams that have 50 plus locations where instead of taking 50%, you guys are taking a smaller percentage and you're based of revenue. Yeah. You're taking a small percentage of the revenue and you're basically powering them to do exactly what you've done in your business. Use our dashboards, use our technology, use our system that we know works in these 10 play. We got it working. Just use that plugin. In a lot of cases, we're lowering those costs dramatically, right? Because you've got better tech, better way of doing it. It's a lower cost to them than if they went and assembled all this to themselves. And and then let's beyond that, they're like, well, let's go get your real estate team right. Let's make sure the financials are right. Let's teach you about the financials. And then let's go show you the next thing for you, right? Like, are you buying out? What are you looking at? What's the opportunity or market? And then in some cases, we'll, we'll even put up the capital. Like we might lend or partner with them on, on an investment if they needed us to. But if they don't need us, just use our technology and training. Because, you know, I've got this huge training business that's teaching people to be wealthy. They plug into the be wealthy world, right? And, and that's the whole game is how can we help an entrepreneur be powered up and go faster and get more results. Okay. So Brett, if I want to get in your world and I want to be wealthy, I know you have a bunch of events. So I, what events do you have coming up? What's the best way? You talked about diving into Facebook and being a part of that group, but what else can I do? Yeah. Jump in there and you can direct message me once you're in there, you know, tag me, grab me there. Brett, B-R-E-T-T at B-E-Wealthy.com. That's my email. comes right to me. Shoot me an email. Tell me what you're looking for. We've got a mastermind coming up in February that spring will be at. It's in Nashville this time. So we'd love to, you know, we could talk to you, our mastermind and our higher level training we do there. But we've also got a product. The last thing I'd say, Brian, is we've got a product every day. It's called Scale to Wealth. It's five days a week, a live call with someone that runs a business of mine, right? I do the Wednesday call. It's all about wealth building. There's a Monday call. It's all about operations. There's a Tuesday call. It's on your investment business. The Thursday calls on retail. So we've got every day it's a live call. I've never seen someone offer a training program. So the like this, and our idea is one of our customers needs help on Tuesday, pop on the call. Just jump on there. And the last half of the call is anything you want. We've got a back-end LMS software where you can go and 
you want to learn about debt financing, the seller finance, like that example I gave you, there's six hours of training that's just sitting in, in there. That's called scale to wealth. That's every single week, every single day of the week. And that's like 500 bucks a month for that whole product. It's, you could consume hundreds of hours of information. So we kind of, no matter where the person's at, we can meet them on the field. But again, our goal is just to power the real estate industry to go create wealth and have a different conversation and create more meaning in what they're doing. Okay. So I don't know about you guys, but I know that every time I hear Brett talk, I'm like, I need to spend more time with Brett. So anyway, I'm sure you guys feel the same way. So dive into some of those areas and go to some of his events and just get to know Brett because it's going to make a difference in your lives long-term, which that's what it's about. It's about building wealth. So I love that you're doing this, Brett. Congratulations on your success and sharing this with people because I know this has blown up for you. And I know why, because it's a tremendous amount of value. So anyway, I thanks. guess what I should have said before, I, I should have said, just go to BeWealthy.com and you could book an appointment. There, there's a whole counter thing there, but BeWealthy.com will give you tons of information on what we do. And that's probably the easiest thing, you guys. Go to BeWealthy.com. Brett, is there anything you want to share before we wrap up today? Just about what people should be doing today in today's markets? Well, I'm going to answer that in that I think my answer is what you do. And my answer to what people should be doing is today's the day you've got to be dialing in your numbers, your conversion rates. And there's never been a time ever that I can think of where it's been more important to know the numbers to power your business. And so we dig into our, like I'm more close to the numbers in every one of my companies than I ever been. So I would say, right, if you're using CSU, go get in your numbers. It makes you, do you understand the change that was in your number, right? What it was six months ago, what is it now? Right. For all of us, we're going to have to have more appointments and more contacts to get the same number of sales that we had. Now, how much more is going to be market by market driven? So do I know those numbers right now? And so that's what my, my answer to you I'd leave you with is go plug back into what you guys do. I know you've got tons of training around what you guys do, but I would dig back in. It's a now's the time. You've ever been like, hey, I'm kind of partially looking at my skin there. I'm using 82%. Well, now's the time to get that last bit and make sure you're 100% Knowing your numbers, knowing you need to fix it. I'm looking at that dashboard behind you right now. It's got that, that screen, yeah. right? So that springs business back there. So, <laughs> right. But like now's the time to go dig in. I would leave everybody with that. Now's the time to go dig into those numbers and understand what actually changes them. Yeah. I would add one thing to that, which is it's critical you know your numbers, but it's also critical you take action as a leader and make sure your agents are actually doing the activities, right? Because agents have gotten a little bit lackadaisical, maybe a little bit lazy over the last couple of years. As, maybe a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's time to force them to, I mean, as a leader to make sure they're actually working a full-time job, right? So Yeah. The day, I mean, it's just the last couple of years, right? The way it just hasn't been real, right? We've been in yeah. this, it's been amazing, but it's just not reality. And so now reality set in and now the great business owners that understand their numbers can take massive market share. Yeah. Okay, Brett, it's been fun having you on the show. Always a pleasure. Who knows, maybe I can make it out to one of your next events myself. I'd love to love to dive deeper into some of this. So well, anyway. Anytime you want to come, we'd love to have you there. I appreciate everything you do. All right. Great to see you. Thank you so much. See you, man. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, go to sisu.co, S-I-S-U dot C-O. Make sure that you use the coupon code GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your setup fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset, on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean. And with that, we'll catch you next time.
Take care. Take care.